You are listening to the Scoop and Score podcast. We're back. We're done with summer break. Uh, we've got a new episode for you. We are going over NFC, the entire team. Yeah, we've kind of wasted our summer. You know, we've got been busy and stuff. But uh, so no team previews or anything like that this year. We're going over the entire conference in one episode. And I know what you're thinking. Can I handle this much content? We're about to find out. Uh, to help me with this episode, we've got Cole Reha here. What's going on, Cole? Oh, not much. How are you? I'm doing great. How was your summer? Uh, pretty hot. Pretty boring. Haven't done much. Yeah. Uh, and then also, we have Joe Krostek in studio. Not on the phone. Not not being on the episode. He's here. What's going on, Joe? Uh, not much, Jacob. I'm back in the studio. Not not on the pod, so it's good to be back. Here I am. Yeah, have you been uh, keeping up with sports and, you know, off-season moves, uh, keeping... I mean, have you picked a team yet? Do you have a team? No. <laughs> Ooh, we could discuss this today. We can do that again, yeah. Yeah, and plus, I also want to uh, uh, plug a little special edition, or maybe a special segment that we'll be doing throughout the year. We are going to be doing What's Up With College with Joe Krostek. He's going to be uh, keeping us up on everything going on in college football whenever he's on the episodes. Uh, so keep tuning in for that because I'm sure he's going to have some pretty interesting things to say. Uh, Joe, you want to talk about your segment at all? Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of hot takes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to keep going. That's it. Okay. No you heard it here first. Need more college content. Hot cakes from Joe Krostek. <laughs> it's like the Skip Bayless of NCAA football in Iowa. There we go. In the Iowa and NCAA skip things. All right. Well, let's get into uh, NFC. Might as well. I mean, we can't go over all the offseason moves and news and stuff like that. Oh, well, let's pick one news item to talk about. Maybe one recent thing. Uh, let people know when this is being recorded. It is being recorded August 10th. So, uh, Reha, pick a news item that's been recent that uh, you'd like to talk about. Oh, man. There's so many. I don't even know where to start. I know what you guys are thinking. Maybe, Maybe we shouldn't discuss Brittany Griner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what I think about that. I don't either. It's interesting. Is that what the whole free Britney thing has been about? No, that's Spears. Oh, okay. I like Britney Spears. Some with Britney's. I mean, yeah. Always getting into trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about right. a recent sighting? We could do that. When was our last episode? That was pre-draft, right? Yep. Uh, our last episode was the mock draft. Okay. Uh, I'll just go with the draft. Like, Okay. Who I think won the draft. I'm going to go with the New York Jets. All right. Give me your uh, breakdown of their picks and why you like it. Okay. You get three first-round picks. You get stud receiver, Garrett Wilson. You get uh, the edge rusher out of Florida State, mm-hmm. who's pretty damn good. I can't even remember the other first-round pick. Uh, Gardner. Oh, yeah. South Gardner. That was, yeah, that's the big one there. Stud corner. Mm-hmm. Then you go in the second round, you get Brees Hall. I mean, I think he killed that draft in first four picks. I mean, they might have got the best cornerback, the best wide receiver, and the best running back all in the same draft. Freaking nuts. It is. That GM knows what's up. But then you also see shit like this, and it blows up in their face. So, Shit like what? They get like so many good players. And oh, yeah. It doesn't pan out. Yeah, it's kind of a Jets thing. I also think one big winner was uh, the Ravens, too. I mean, like, they just sat back and, like, Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Lindenbaum fall into their laps. Like, 
And they also got really good tight ends, too. Like, two quality tight ends. That, I mean, they got Mark Andrews, so it's not like a big need. But if they go back to being run heavy. Yeah, that'd be huge. Two, three tight end sets. They're yeah. doing pretty well. Yeah, Ravens had a ton of picks, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, either. I mean, are they trading people? We get a lot of comp picks and then mm. some other shit, but... Yeah, that could be. Uh, Joe, one recent news thing that you would like to talk about. I don't have any. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the Britney thing? No, I don't I know. think that is what Free Britney is, by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. No, I don't know. <laughs> She's in Russian jail for nine years. There That's you rough. go. That's There's... the worst kind of jail. You talk some uh, Jokic? Got that oh yeah, Jokic jersey on right now. Joe's oh, yeah. got a Nikolai Jokic jersey. Yeah, uh, probably best big man in the league. I think we're seeing a lot more of that coming around these last few years. Is he the size. best big man or the most like important to his team? Because hmm. I mean, you're I'd like say you got to throw. Best. I think Embiid is probably the most important to his team. Okay. Because I, I don't think the Sixers can do anything without Embiid, honestly, anymore. I know, but like Denver didn't have Murray or Michael Porter. And... There were some stats. Now that you say something, there was a stat I saw that Jokic was the most like historically useful person on a team when he's on the court. It was something like a forty point plus minus differential when it, like he's on the floor, it's plus twenty. When he's off the floor, it's minus nineteen or something like that. No. So I mean, yeah, I guess he would be probably the most important for his yeah. team. But I do think he's the best big man in the league as well. As he's pretty good, but he ain't no Jabail McGee. So. <laughs> You're right, he's not. Um, so are you a Denver fan then? Sure. What do you think about them trading Monte Morris? Not happy about it. Good but, call. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Monte might start for the Wizards, Yeah, it's though. probably good for his career. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for that. I'd like to see Monte doing well, no matter yeah. where. They say, like, he's not a very, like, good passer, though. It's like, I've seen, that. I don't know, like, if it was a big site that said that, but someone was like, yeah, just Monte Morris, like, not a great shooter, not a great passer, just kind of there. I'm like, mm, that guy hasn't watched him play. Yeah. And in college, he led the lead, or led the NCAA in uh, assist-to-turnover ratio for, like, a lot by years. Three years. Who, like, yeah. He broke records, actually. Yeah. Like, I think he broke his own record, like, three years consecutively. I know. Which I will say I've never even seen that stat. Well, no, he played, but, you know, but it's one cool. of those things that, yeah. you know, you bring up, like, oh, it's a random stat, but... Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Reha, I'm going to give you a division, and we're going to start with the NFC teams there. All right, let's go. Uh, no, you pick the division. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's start with the most boring one, the NFC North. All right, the NFC North. All right, Joe. Packers lost Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Drafted a couple rookie wide receivers. Still got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the backfield. Drafted two first-round uh, defensive guys. What do you think about the Packers this year? I think they're going to be down. Uh, not as good as they have been. It's going to be a down year. But I still think they're probably going to win the division, honestly. There's that division, you know, we can talk about that more. But Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Reha? Like, defense is getting better. Yeah. And it was already pretty good last year. Yeah, I've heard their defense is solid right now. And a little stat, Aaron Rodgers is has better like st- statistics when Devontae Adams isn't playing. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I think it might be a fluke stat, but it's a stat. Yeah. Hmm. He also has a new tattoo, so that could add like plus four to his accuracy. <laughs> and he might be playing games on ayahuasca, so. Yeah. 
ayahuasca. Psychedelic. Yeah. Oh, no way. He's been into that. That's cool. Just going to the woods and shit, I think. I can take that. <laughs> Are you going to get an Aaron Rodgers jersey now? If that's what he's up to, then maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I saw a tweet. It's like Aaron Rodgers tattoo is like what's inside of Kyrie Irving's mind. It's like a <laughs> <laughs> world flat. And yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my personal take, I think. Offense will be fine. You know, Aaron Jones is still a really good wide receiver. They're getting Tanyan back. Someone will emerge. Yeah. I That's mean, true. he's still been very high on Lazard in the offseason. Who knows about Christian Watson or Romeo Dubs. He's still got Randall Cobb that he trusts. So, I think they'll be kind of okay. Do I think they're going to be number one in the NFC again? No. But, who knows? Aaron Rodgers back-to-back MVP. He's doing something right. Uh, Vikings. Reha. All right, they fire their head coach. Got uh, the Rams O coordinator, I think O'Connell yeah. or oh yeah, Kevin O'Connell. Uh, stacked offensive weapons. Yeah. What What do you think about their projections? Well, I think firing Zimmer was the best move they could make because mm-hmm. I mean he was a defensive guy. Defense wasn't even playing that well, and uh, I don't know if all those weapons. Like I know Cousins. Some people are on the fence about him. He struggled, but he's pretty consistent, really. You know, I think that offense is going to be dangerous, and then I just think if they get their defense in check, then they could give the Packers a run for their money. Yeah, I mean, Mike Zimmer was a defensive coach, and that was their weak spot. If you get a healthy Dalvin Cook, healthy Adam Thielen, Irv Smith is coming back, that's a dangerous offense. And, and then Justin I, Jefferson, too. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. He's good. He's very good. Yes. Uh, well, I was just saying, like, healthy guy. And, I was just saying, yeah. And, um... They drafted a couple defensive guys. Yeah, they went uh, Lewis Seen out of Georgia, he's a safety, and then the corner out of Clemson, Andrew Booth. Yeah. The first two picks. Two big picks that they needed, that secondary. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, got Darius Smith in the offseason. Daniel or Daniel Hunter will be coming back. Could be a turnaround. Yeah, I like that. Smith and Hunter off the edge. Mm-hmm. That could be pretty dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Like, playoff team? I mean, they just it's missed definitely it possible. last year. I think defense, I think, is going to take a step back up to where they were a few years back. Um, I'm not huge Jesus. on Kirk Cousins still, just because it's Kirk Cousins and we've seen him for the last 10 years be mediocre at best. But I do think Justin Jefferson is going to do really well. I think he's going to lead the team and probably lead the conference in receiving yards. Okay. Now, Kevin O'Connell is probably going to implement more passing, maybe RPOs, stuff like that. You think Kirk Cousins can handle that? I don't think he can handle an RPO. No. That's a quick answer, no. So you want him like in a Baker Mayfield thing, like kind of just work off play action, stuff like yep. that? Yep. I think that's where he could do his best at. You shouldn't. You don't want to push Kirk Cousins too far, otherwise his mediocre you know, top is him in his comfort zone. If you start throwing RPOs and making him run and shit, it's not going to be a good situation for him, I don't think. Yeah. I can see a similar like what um, the Rams did of Stafford last year, same offensive coordinator. I think you'll see a big jump. I don't think he'll be as good as Stafford, but efficiency, yeah, yards per attempt. I th- yeah, I think we'll see a jump. Hmm. But like Joe said, I would mess around with the RPOs of him. No problem. All right, let's go to the Lions. All right, they had quite a few draft picks too: Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams. Probably won't be their start of the year, but improved weapons. Uh, got DJ Chark. Uh, Amon Mira St. Brown is coming off a great second half of the season. Uh, what kind of your thoughts on the Lions? Uh, Rhea? I think they're 
you know, on the up, I mean, that's some big draft picks there. And then you got to love MCDC. It's, he's a hell of a coach. After last, like, <laughs> you kind of hear, like, uh, he was a tight ends coach for the Ravens, right? I, Dolphins or Saints? Oh, one of the okay. two. Uh, way off. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you kind of heard about him and, like, saw the press conferences, and he's like, ah, maybe just all hype and shit. I believe in the culture he's building in Detroit. I think Detroit's got something going on. And once they get rid of Goff, they get a good, like, pick this year. They can pick from the top. I mean, QB class is loaded next year. Yeah. Once they get their guy, they got the weapon. They're improving on defense. They got a great O-line. Yeah, dude, I was to say offensive line stacked right now for them. Yes. Young I, and good. I think Detroit is going to upset some big teams, and they're going to be competitive. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're in, like, the 7-9 range, 7-10 range, 17 games this year. Yeah. But, yeah. Did you see uh, Dan Campbell's quote on Hard Knocks last night? I did not. He goes, I don't care if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I'll kick your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Uh, Joe, what's kind of your thoughts on the Lions? Well, I'm with you guys there. I think they're going to take a pretty big step up. Uh, definitely going to be a lot better. I can see them upsetting people. I can see them maybe being in the hunt for the playoffs, getting close. But I think Goff is going to be their limiter. Like He's going to be the reason why they don't. They need to, they need to get a new quarterback if they want to make that next step. Like they can take the step right now to uh, get a little bit better, but maybe in the next year if they get a new quarterback, yeah, though they could actually make then some runs. Another big step. Yeah, that would be the key thing for the next for this off this this season and then the coming next off season. Okay. Then they could you know really upset the NFC North hierarchy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially since they haven't done anything since like, two thousand. Yeah. Or, when was their last playoff win? Stafford I, got one, right? Uh, I know he made the playoffs before. But oh, maybe that was I it. Don't, yeah. I don't know how they didn't win like some with Calvin Johnson and Stafford. 2013 or so, something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. It's the curse. <clears throat> they did Calvin wrong. They did Barry Sanders wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the curse. Um, all right, let's go to the Bears. Uh, Bears. All right. Shut up, got, Twink. <laughs> they got uh, second year Justin Fields. They lost Allen Robinson. O-line, I believe, got worse. Didn't get very many weapons, and if they did, they were four, fourth option guys. Yeah. Uh, they traded Khalil Mack. Roquan Smith now wants a trade. Give me your thoughts on the Bears, show. Uh it's going to be another Bears season where they suck. I think Justin Fields, Justin Fields might have a fun couple games there, but he's going to probably have to try and do too much because of what the Bears are. And that's situation. not what you want a young quarterback to do. Exactly. No. He's going to be trying too much, and he's either going to get hurt or overextend himself and not be able to win games, I don't think. Now, do you think that – I mean, it's kind of hard to say because Matt Nagy and the GM both were fired. And then this new regime comes in and doesn't do anything to help Justin Fields. Do you think this is they don't believe in Justin Fields? And they're like, let's just fucking suck. Maybe get some draft picks out of these guys. I mean, what what do you think went on with the thought process of no O-line, no weapons, nothing for Justin Fields? Who, I mean, a lot of people would have been excited about him if yeah. he would have gotten something. If you got some help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think they're probably just going to throw him into the fire this year and see how he handles it. Mm-hmm. Um, if he sucks, then they're going to probably have one or 
number one or second pick of the draft, I would think. Yeah. So I don't. It's gonna be hard to pass up quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of feel bad for him. But. I was talking to uh, Twink and Seth Brokaw on uh, on some weekend night, and I was like, Bears literally might have the worst record in the NFL this year. Like, they yeah. didn't help themselves at all. Their defense. There are some playmakers, but they got a lot of young guys too. The cornerbacks. They drafted a couple rookies. I don't know. They have Eddie Jackson, but maybe this might as well trade him. Young players, nothing to lose. You know, low expectations. Let them go out there and ball out. Yeah. Could be all right situation yeah. for them if they can actually do something. They get something going, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you could develop like Mooney, Fields, Commit. Commit could be good mm-hmm. still. Yeah, you feel bad for Montgomery. He's you know probably in the prime of his career. He's on a shitty team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna get beat up. He is gonna get beat up. All right, so. But since we've talked about the teams, who do you got winning the division, Reha? Um, I can't bet against the Packers, but Vikings will be close this year. All right, Joe? Exact same. Packers close, or but Vikings close. All right, and who would be the surprise team to win it that you could see winning it? Like, uh, who are you most excited to see? I'm excited to see Detroit, personally. Okay. I think I'm still, it's still fun to watch the Packers, as much as I fucking hate them, but, you know. It's still Aaron Rodgers going to be slinging it. It's going to be a fun team to watch. Alizard catching a lot of balls. Love to see it. Love to see it. You break out your... Good. All right, Joe, give me another division. East. All right, let's go East. By the way, I'm uh, spitting out all this knowledge without a piece of paper in front of me. So if I uh, stutter or uh, forget something, just know that I'm just going off the top of my head. That's just how much of a football genius I am. What what division did you say? <laughs> East. East, all right. East. <laughs> Bought myself some time. All right, East. I'm going to go with the reigning champions first. Cowboys. All right. They trade away to Mari Cooper. Uh, yes. Is it East uh, Tampa Bay's? They're south. South. That's south. That's south. Oh. Isn't Cowboys North? Mm-hmm. We just did North. Oh, duh. I'm confused. <laughs> Never mind. Wait, are they the West, though? <laughs> They're the West. You nailed it, Joe. Uh, <laughs> I'm flustered. I'm sorry. Uh... Trade away Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick. Uh, lose Randy Gregory, a big-time edge rusher. Um, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they offered him a contract. How much for, has like, he played recently? That he just like restarted playing football last year. Okay. Got like five and a half sacks, I think. Oh. And uh, they offered him this big contract, and then he accepted it. And then the GM, Jerry Jones' son, like, was trying to back – like lower the price of the deal. And he's like, fuck you, went to Denver for the same price. It wasn't like the guaranteed money. Yeah. Because it was off the field issues. Or like, Yeah. That's why I was surprised I didn't know he was yeah. still playing football. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, O-line got a little bit worse. They lost a right guard, left guard. Um, drafted a right tackle. But what's kind of your thoughts going into the season on the Cowboys? Do they have like a chance to repeat? Is Dak going to be, I mean, do you think that offense will be as pass happy as they have under Kellen Moore? What do you think about Zeke? Give me your thoughts, Reha. Um, Zeke, he's kind of getting older, but I could see like kind of a, him rejuvenate himself have a pretty big year. Yeah. It worries me their receiver situation because he saw like James Washington went down, they signed him, mm-hmm. which he wasn't going to play that big of a role anyway. But they seem like spread thin at receiver. Michael Gallup's not coming back for a couple weeks. 
Jalen Tolbert's a rookie. Yeah, so that's kind of a tough situation. So I definitely could see them running the ball more, especially with Zeke and Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think about like the O-line? Do you think it's going to be a liability when once it was the best unit in all of football? Yeah, I think it very well could be because you know, Dak's probably used to having that good O-line. You know, Zeke's best years with that good O-line. So they're going to have to work around that. That might be challenging. Can the defense save them? They've got some playmakers and Parsons and Diggs. And, I mean, uh, I'm not high on their defense. I don't think Diggs is good either. You think he's just like a gambler, like kind of like the Marcus Peters, like not no or not recognized as one of the top corners because although he does get turnovers, he also gives up a ton of big plays. Yeah, and then I've seen a lot of videos of him getting torched at practice oh, so really? far this year. But then you got Parsons. I think Parsons could be the best player in the league. You know, oh, in a wow. year or two. Best defensive player. Okay. That is quite the... But, yeah, I just don't think they have enough depth. Depth is pretty hard. I mean, they got digs, and then they just signed, like, their second on the depth chart cornerback, like, a week ago or something, like Dunbar. Um, they got some decent safeties and stuff, but I agree. There's not a lot of depth. They're still, like, depending on Lawrence to fulfill his contract. Uh, Leighton Vanderesh has... Hasn't done well since his rookie year. Uh, Joe, do you think the, that the Cowboys can repeat this year? No. I think this is going to be a big big step back for them this year. Especially like we talked about the offensive line. That's what it was built on those years with Zeke. Like, I mean, if you gave me that offensive line, I could run for 2,000 yards. Wow. Maybe. maybe. But, <laughs> like I mean, yeah. Um, but I see Zeke taking a step back and giving Pollard more reins this year. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Zeke traded at some point, or you know, not be with the Cowboys after this year. So you could see him get released. Yeah, just Tom Gurley, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Kind of aging, not being used as much. He isn't as good without the offensive line. We've seen it. Um, so I don't know there. And I'm not big on Dak either. I can't see him making any steps up. He really hasn't shown any improvements. I guess like he peaked at one point, but he never gained anything. He's never taking that next step, and I don't see it happening now. Definitely not happening now. Okay. I think they're going to fall pretty hard this year. All right, I like that take. Yeah, I could see that. Especially with the defense being. Yeah. I could see CeeDee Lamb having a breakout year, though. Yeah. Just because he's going to get so mm-hmm. many freaking targets. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Dalton Schultz? you think that? I, I'm still not sold on him. I know he had a good year last year, but I think Dak likes him. Yeah. So, I mean, he could have a good year. I mean, assuming it'll be similar to last year's. Where would you rank him in tight ends fantasy wise? It's top eight for sure, but he's the kind of guy like I think if you put anyone in his role, they'd have the same amount of success. Okay. Like if Dallas Goddard played there, Dallas Goddard could be top three tight end. Yeah, he might be better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go over to a more exciting team, the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, they made some big moves. Uh, they're keeping Jalen Hurts at quarterback. They got A.J. Brown with the first-round pick uh, during draft night. Uh, O-line's getting healthy. They made some moves in the, on defense and stuff. Uh, Joe, what's kind of your thoughts on the Eagles offense? Going with, like, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown. Still got a pretty good backfield with Miles Sanders and stuff. Um, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I think this is going to be the same way that the Cowboys are taking a step down. The Eagles are going to take that step up. I think they're going to be exciting to watch this year. They're going to be good. They're going to be fun. Uh, like you said, Hurts uh, at quarterback. I think this is going to be his year. Like the that first Lamar Jackson year where he really showed up and kind of balled out. It was throw, running all over the field. And I don't know if he won the MVP or not that year. Yeah, his breakout year. I'm not saying 
uh, Jalen's going to win the MVP, but I think he's going to have that type of year. Could he? Hypothetically, yeah, definitely. Do you believe in him as a franchise quarterback? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I like that. I I always think that Jalen Hurts is like being underrated, and once they got like the AJ Brown thing, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, dude, this guy's gonna go off. He had a good year last year with like a rookie wide receiver and Dallas Goddard. That's, I mean, reliable, but like not one of the top tight ends, you know? Yeah. So uh, first Alabama quarterback to be any good in the league. Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl last year. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it also might have been because uh, one of the other. Or you can ride with that one then. Joe Burrow was in the Super Bowl, so he might have been the alternate, but yeah. still made it. Still all made it. Uh, all right, so then also on defense, they get a uh, division rival cornerback that got released, James Bradbury. Huge. With him and Darius Slay posting up in a secondary that used to be weak for them. Yeah. Uh, they got Xavier Rhodes uh, over from the Vikings. Uh, they drafted N'Kobe Dean, who which, which could be the steal of draft. Mm-hmm. Um, they got some the, Oh, Jordan yeah. Davis. Who's a stud. Who is just going off in camp, driving linemen 10 yards back. I mean, Fletcher Cox in the middle. Holy cow. Uh, give me your thoughts on the Eagles defense and... Yep. I mean, where does it rank? And I mean, do you think at the top unit in the NFL right now? I wouldn't say top. I'd say like middle of the pack. Okay. But you know, getting Bradbury's huge. You pair him with Slay, who are two of the top corners in the league, I think. Mm-hmm. And then those rookies they got. I mean, if they pan out, the Kobe Dean does good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're gonna be looking good. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the biggest needs that they had with linebacker, and they waited till the third round to get the Kobe Dean. Pretty huge. It'd be interesting to see other edge rushers do. I'm not sure who they have. I think they also got Asan Reddick. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, so another that, that's a big get too. Mm-hmm. Um, good edge rusher. They've got that Sweat guy, I think. Oh, Montez Sweat or is Montez Sweat the Commanders? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Josh Josh Sweat's the Commanders. Josh, I think. No, Josh Sweat is Eagles. Eagles. Yep. Um, and they got someone else. I can't remember. Brandon Graham, maybe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm excited for the Eagles team. I mean, that's one of the teams I'm most excited about. Uh, not only in the NFC, but just all together. Uh, let's go to a shittier team, the New York Giants. All New right, Giants. Daniel Jones probably his last Wolf. last chance <laughs> to be a starter. Yeah, fair. Yep. All right, they got weapons. Hopefully, coming back healthy. Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay. I don't think was hurt. He just sucked. Uh, Kadarius Tony, Saquon Barkley, line is improved. I mean, they got Evan Neal. No, no, no. Who was the uh, NC State guy? No, he went to Carolina. Yeah, they got Evan Neal, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. They got Evan Neal, Thibodeau in the draft. Um, o lines improved. They got some additions in the defense, like Thibodeau, but I don't know anyone like super huge and they let James Bradbury go. Yeah. But I mean they got younger players that are developing too. Um what do you think about the let me ask you about the offense, Reha. Okay. Everyone healthy, Daniel Jones healthy. Let's just say the O line is average. Mm-hmm. What kind of offense should we expect this upcoming year? Middle of the pack. But I think like if you replace Daniel Jones with like a halfway competent quarterback it could be a top five offense with the weapons they have. Because mm-hmm. Canarius Tony's going to emerge. He's going to be a star, I think. And Galdi's a good player. I just think he didn't have a chance of Jones. 
then if Barkley's back healthy, I mean, he's top three running back in the league, yeah, I think. That'll change the entire offense if Barkley's yeah. doing Barkley stuff. And the O-line only helps Barkley. They get that run game going. He can make plays. Defense got to keep him honest. And then they got run after the catch guys. I mean, Kadarius Tony might, like, underratedly might be the best run after the catch guy in the league, but we just haven't seen it yet. He had a great game, and then he got hurt. And yeah. after that, then Daniel Jones got hurt. And then we were seeing... I don't even know who was throwing to him. Yeah, I don't either. Hear me out, though. Like, what if the Giants went and traded for Garoppolo? Ooh. Mm. I think that'd be huge. I could see that. Does Daniel Jones, is there one last chance, though? Yeah. I mean, let him start the year, but I just... I if, if, not, if it doesn't pan out, trade for Garoppolo. Yeah, because, I mean, you can get Garoppolo for probably a sixth or seventh round pick right now, I think. Mm-hmm. But during the wanna... season, once Daniel Jones sucks... Price might go yeah, up. Yeah, that is true. Might be something you trade for now and just have in your back pocket. Yeah. Probably wouldn't cost you too much. No. And I like the coaching change, too, the Giants made. Yeah. They hired the Buffalo. Ryan Dabble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that pans out well. Could Now, Joe, with that, I mean, I'm going to make a Buffalo comparison because that's where he's from. Not to where Josh Allen became a superstar. Okay. But to where Josh Allen went from a raw prospect to a promising kind of starter, you know, he, he was using his legs a lot more than Daniel Jones probably ever will. But could you see like a big improvement from Daniel Jones kind of leaning towards bench role for the rest of his NFL career, going up to, hey, this guy's still got that potential. Let's. Yeah, I definitely think it's a possibility. Um, this, like we talked about, this season is going to hinge on his abilities, I think. If he gets Saquon going, that's great. Running game is always great. But if he gets going, that'll take some pressure off him, and it'll make it easier for him. But overall, with all those weapons you have, you have to have a quarterback that can lead the offense and do the things that you need to do. And so far, I don't know, but he definitely could, especially with the Buffalo uh, coordinator coming in. Okay. Maybe. That's going to be the key, I think. Okay. But I'd still maybe trade for Garoppolo first, just in case. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Also, I forgot they drafted uh, Wandale Robinson, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's go. That's he's a pretty big, dynamic. He's yeah, dynamic they said they use, they're using him a lot with jet sweeps and oh, yeah. kind of behind the line uh, screens. Bubble screens. Yep. I know a lot about bubble screens with Wandale Robinson. They don't go far. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the Washington Commanders. All right, they make a quarterback change, trade for Carson Wentz. Um, they paid Terry McLaurin, got, what was his name? Uh, Jamar Dotson, right? Jamar Dotson. Uh, tackle? No, the wide receiver that they took first round. I think it's Jahan Dotson. Yeah, from Penn State, I believe. Yeah, uh, Chase Young is coming back after an ACL tear. Um, it. What's the right word to describe the Washington Commanders? Joe. The Washington football team? They are a football team. Commanders. Football team. Okay. I don't know why they I don't like that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Canceled. <laughs> Podcast is canceled. First first episode back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like their defense. I think they're going to be really good on defense. Offense, I don't see anything. Was it Carson Wentz, right? Yep. I'm out. Been, been down that road. Yeah, there's nothing there. They're going to be a really solid defensive team. Maybe win seven games only on their defense. But that's what we thought last year, too. Like This defense is stacked. 
it's got enough to be like top two in the league. And they came out and they weren't good. Like, <laughs> uh, Collins, Landon Collins. Did not – I don't know if they used him. He got weird. benched eventually. Didn't yeah, he, he did. Uh, cornerbacks like Kyle Fuller and stuff weren't very good. Uh, Jamin Davis, the linebacker that they drafted last year, uh, wasn't impactful, was very bad in pass coverage. And then the – I mean, D-line was still pretty good. But then Chase Young tore his ACL and sent that out the window. Uh, do you think this defense does, is going to be better – in in this upcoming season, and also since you're a Colts fan, what's kind of your thoughts on the offense? Right, so defense, I think they're young enough that they'll rebound to be better. Like all those players are so young still, so I think they'll take a step. And then being a Colts fan, them getting wins, it's almost laughable. I think Wentz now you so got bad. that much for <laughs> yes, it, it is wild. And you think about it. That's they, basically second, because that third's going to turn into second. Yeah. Another third. And then you think about the price that Baker Mayfield got traded for. Wow. That's yeah. why you don't rush. Like, I mean, like, I know you got to, like, kind of go after the guy you want. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Carson Wentz is the guy you want. Who wants Carson? Why would you want Carson Wentz in the first place? Did they want Carson Wentz? Was that they traded guy? for him. I know, but like, was that like, oh, we want Carson Wentz. Well, this is what five, we need. Four years ago, this guy was. <laughs> this is the missing piece to bring the Washington football team back. Maybe they didn't have the pieces for Russell Wilson. They did. At that point, I don't know if Baker Mayfield was on the table yet because, like, Deshaun Watson's thing was up in the air. So he's just the best of the bad situation at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Kind of like Matt Ryan. So maybe just... Oh, I'd rather have Matt Ryan. Than oh, I would too, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Wentz, like on paper, like physical tools should be like an MVP type quarterback. But I just think like no, he's it, not a leader. He can't lead people. I don't know. Something. Uh, all right. But let's look at it. Different angle. Is this the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin has played with in the league? Yeah, I could say that, probably. Will this be better for the run game for, like, Antonio Gibson or J.D. McKissick or uh, Jerome Robinson? I suppose if you compare it to what Jonathan Taylor did last year with Wentz, yeah. could be better. So, would this be an improvement over Tyler Heineke? Yeah, I would say that, but that's still not... And they almost made the playoffs last year. Kind of apples to apples. Uh, I don't know if they almost made it, but... That division's just so bad. So, possible. Yeah. Give me a percentage of Washington making the playoffs, both of you. 50-50, they make it or they don't. No, don't do that. (laughs) My stats degree, baby. I don't know. I think they'll be third or fourth in the division no matter what. Okay. I'd say... So, you got Eagles, Cowboys, Giants. Wow, Giants over them. Yeah, probably. I just think the Giants are too good with their weapons. Just depends on Jones. But I'd say Giants and Commanders are neck and neck. I've read a lot of articles this offseason. I've never heard Giants and too good in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like yeah, their weapons. They're not going to be as bad. Put Wentz on the Giants. <laughs> Is it better? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't like that. All right. So, uh... 
did you like his rankings of? Uh, what did I uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Give me Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders. Wow, Ooh. you got Cowboys third. Yep, I think they're going to suck. Hey, I'm here for Cowboys. Shout out Newell Rogers. Okay. Is he a Dallas fan? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's been talking shit for years. Well, it's every year is their year. Yeah. It is. America's team, baby. Yeah. Jerry Jones, Glover DeVito. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the, which team are you most excited to see? Whether it's, like, exciting football, potential, or you just want to see a shit show? Um, potential and exciting, probably the Eagles. Okay. Giants up there with their weapons. I want to see Barkley healthy. I also want to see, like, Darius Tony. I mean, I'm if they play it right, if Dabble's, like, an offensive genius, think how exciting that offense could be with Tony, Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, uh, Wandell, Wandell. Wandell Robinson? Wanton Robinson. Wanton. Until he gets hit once and is dead. He's, like, 5'6". I think that's all their wide receivers. <laughs> Who's their tight end? Did they sign someone after Ingram left? Uh, no, I think they got a rookie tight end starting for him. Mm. His name? I couldn't tell you. Who are you most excited to watch? Most excited? I'd say the Eagles. I think their offense and Jalen is going to be exciting to watch. Um, I will say, though, that uh, I think the Giants have the most upside. I think they can be, like, they have the most possible way to go like they could go up higher than they are like right now they're sitting at like a two or whatever they could be a six out of ten i don't fucking know random scale i'm just kind of talking here um and so i think they could be the most they have the most potential but definitely the eagles are gonna be the most exciting to watch all right uh now let's go to the nfc east there it is <laughs> all right so uh let's go to maybe the bottom of that list, the Seattle Seahawks. All right, they trade away Russell Wilson. They release Bobby Wagner, which is crazy. You'd think you'd be able to get something for him. But they still have these great weapons, all right? They got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Noah Fant. They've got uh, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker in the backfield. O-line did improve. I mean, they picked uh, Charles Cross for to be the left tackle. Uh, they could still get Dwayne Brown, who's a free agent, who is their left tackle, could transition to right tackle. Defense, younger prospects, still got some decent dudes coming yeah. in with uh, Jordan Brooks, I think, leading that uh, team in tackles last year. Um, Rehal, what do you think about Seattle? Do they make – I mean, it's a battle between Geno Smith, who I think is starting their first preseason game, and Drew Locke, who – He's got swag. He doesn't have much else. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of your thoughts on Seattle? I just think that quarterback situation sets him back so far, especially in a stack division like that. You know, I mean, they got the weapons to be good, but that quarterback's just going to hold them back. Do they? I mean, we talked about how uh, Giants could trade for Jimmy Garoppolo um, if they need a quarterback improvement. If they're not feeling Geno Smith, I mean, Geno Smith. Did play well when Russell Wilson was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he held the ship up. Yeah. But if they're not feeling him, or I mean, or is it a tank year where you try and get the best pick available while still trying to be competitive? It could be a tank year. I mean, they just locked down Metcalf, who's a young star. Um, they got Jamal Adams on a big contract. He's still pretty young. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't put it past him to tank, you know, maybe try to get a top quarterback. 
Yeah. Uh, re- or sorry, Joe. What's your kind of thoughts on Seattle? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo might put you into the playoff contention, but not much else. I mean, it's I not. Don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to take a pretty pretty hard step back here. Like maybe five six games, five six wins this year. I don't see them doing much, but also yeah, take a hard dive this year. But they could easily rebound, you know, within one or two years. Okay. So would you trade Tyler Lockett while his value is high? How old is he? He's got to be like pushing thirty. I imagine yeah, twenty nine thirty. You can probably keep him, keep him, those, keep him for at least two years and then see where you're at. But he definitely does have value, so I think you'd have to make a move. I mean, Jared, you're in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at another Super Bowl appearance by Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs just seem loaded already at receiver again. Yeah, they don't have the guy. Yeah, they need a guy. Um, but who knows? McCole Hardman might be that guy. Juju might revive his career there. MBS, I can't see him being the guy. Yeah, I mean, like he wasn't the guy with Aaron Rodgers, but, but he's a solid. He's a solid receiver. He's fine. He's gonna make big plays. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's go over to uh, San Francisco. All right, we just talked about him. Jimmy G out. Trey Lance in. We haven't seen a lot of Trey Lance in the past three years. I mean, one year was cut down by COVID. Another one also cut down by COVID, and he played like four games, right? And then he only played in like three games last year. Two of them he started. Okay, so he has the weapons. Debo Samuel, star. George yep. Kittle, star. Brandon Ayuk. Could be a star. Budding star. Um, and then Elijah Mitchell, who played great as a rookie. I mean, they always have guys. Yeah. Run, running backs is not the problem in 49ers. Great line too, 49ers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so where do you see Trey Lance being like in terms of is is this going to be a development year or do you think like he could hit and that hit could be Super Bowl? Yeah, I think he could definitely hit. You know, I think if he hits, he could be MVP type player. But it's just the fact he's barely played any college games. I mean, he's pretty young, not really much experience. So that's kind of sitting there too. But, you know, they must see something in them to give up the future for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just led this team to a uh, Super Bowl two years ago. Which, yeah, says a lot about, like, the front office, what they think of him and the coaching staff yeah. to move on from Jimmy like the way they did. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You don't see that. I mean, granted, it wasn't just Jimmy G, like, being a star, like, no. leading them to the Super Bowl. I mean, defense plays a big part in it. Uh, they got a quite a few young guys, some guys at the top of their position. I mean, Joe, with, like, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, everything on their defense and stuff, is that enough to make them a playoff team if Trey Lance is average? If Trey Lance is average, then sure. I think uh, the thing with San Francisco – their defense is solid, their running backs is solid, their receivers are solid, but there's nothing flashy, there's nothing crazy. They're not going to score 50 points a game or anything like that. With Jimmy G, they were winning games consistently and, you know, a strong, solid win, but not too flashy. And bringing in a new quarterback who isn't really, tre- you know, tested or, you know, trusted, I guess, quite as much, 
I'm not sure on, I guess. I think give him two years and, you know, he could definitely be in the same. He could lead him to a Super Bowl in two years. The team is there. But having a quarterback that isn't the same level of, I don't know, game manager, kind of team leader as Jimmy G was, nothing, nothing crazy. You know, Jimmy G wasn't great, but he did the things the right way that he was never really a hindrance. He never got in the way of their defense. He was defense. a game manager. Yeah, he was never in the way of their defense and their uh, running game and their receivers are all fine. They're great. But they're not going to blow anyone out of the water. And not having a quarterback that's a question mark. Jimmy G was never really a question mark, I guess. He just wasn't, you know, an exclamation point, I guess. They just did a big-time move to see if that takes them over the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, like... Was it a year too early? Because, I mean, two years ago they made the Super Bowl and stuff. You could give Trey Lance another year or two, learn systems, learn the NFL speed... And stuff like that. Because, I mean, like, they've got a great core. And say this is a development year for Trey Lance. How much are they going to lose next year? Are they going to be able to pay Nick Bosa and Brandon IU, George Kittle, um, in two years when he's actually ready? I know. That's a question mark. But I just think to move on from Jimmy like that, they must see something in Lance. I'm pretty excited for it, actually. With Shanahan's, like, he's a brilliant play caller. See what he can scheme up. It's a lot of play action, you know, heavy run. Okay. Let's go to uh, the defending Super Bowl champs, the Rams. Okay, so they locked down Matthew Stafford. He got an extension, right? Or was that last, like, right when he traded for him? I can't remember. All right, they uh, extended Cooper Cup. They extended Aaron Jones. They pick up Bobby Wagner in uh, free agency. So, I mean, they've got the best D-linemen maybe in the history of football. Yeah. They've got a Hall of Fame linebacker. They've got one of the best corners in Jalen Ramsey. They've got, like, another edge rusher in Leonard Floyd. Is this going to be the best defense in the league? Joe. Sure. Yeah. That would not surprise me one bit. They easily can do it. They have the pieces. They've done it before. They could definitely do it again. It's just crazy how that team got put together. It's kind of like the Chiefs. Like, where is this cap space coming from? How do you have this? Uh, Offensively, all right, they lose Odell and Robert Woods. Um, They might be having a better Cam Akers than they had in the Super Bowl. Maybe a little rehab in the offseason, you know. Um, O-line got worse. They lost Whitworth at left tackle. I think they lost like a guard or two. Um, Cooper Cup got an extension. Where do you see? I mean, is and also I think Matthew Stafford's dealing with an elbow or shoulder injury uh, this off season. Do you expect? I mean, I know the Super Bowl hangover is for the losers, mm-hmm. but do you expect the same Rams this off season? Did everything go right for their Super Bowl run, and we're kind of overhyping them offensively? I would, I could say that, yeah, because I mean, you can only throw to Cooper Cup so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, last year they had Odell to throw to. How did Odell do, though? Like, I remember, don't remember him doing much the last end of year. He had, like, and two games at the end of the year where he came on, but throughout yeah. the whole season, I didn't see him for much. Yeah, at the start, he, he wasn't very impactful. I'm just talking, like, playoff run. Playoff, playoff run, run, he yeah, was he good. Came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they did get mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, and it could be a Bears thing where he just stunk last year. Well, yeah, and he's never played with a good quarterback either. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he could potentially blow up. He's getting picked in, like, fourth round in drafts, too. Yeah. Uh, 
What? I'm writing that down. You want him? Sure. Okay. Uh, I just... Do you believe that they can repeat? No, I don't think so. Joe, do you think that they can repeat? Can? Yes. I think they can. I, I believe in Stafford, and I believe in that defense, and they have the offensive weapons for Stafford, and Stafford's a baller. I mean, we've seen him play through injuries before, so... I don't know. I think it's definitely a possibility. I'm not going to put any money on it or anything like that, but I, they're good. They'll be fine. Okay. Uh, let's go over to Arizona Cardinals then. All right. Two wins. Wow. Do you believe that, or are you just, <laughs> no, just make, making a hot take? <laughs> hot takes. <laughs> I've never believed in the Cardinals. Uh, okay, so a lot to digest with this group. All right, so Kyler Murray... Looks like he's going to get traded at the beginning. He removes all social media affiliation with uh, the Cardinals. Um, they make him happy, a little bit happier with uh, Marquise Brown getting traded there on draft night. Um, they re-sign Zach Ertz. Uh, they bring back James Conner. Then DeAndre Hopkins is suspended the first six games for uh, PEDs. Um, they bring back A.J. Green. Maybe Rondell Moore is more involved in the offense this year. But they let go of Chandler Jones. They let go of... Reddick was on that team, right? Yes, I believe so. Okay. So now their primary pass rusher is J.J. Watt. Hall of Famer, yes. Aging, injury-prone Hall of Famer at this point in his career. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Simmons and Buda Baker... Pretty good. Yeah. Hopefully Isaiah Simmons Takes blows up. Yeah, that'd be good. Young rookies. I mean, kind of give it, it was a weird offseason for Arizona. What's kind of your thoughts going into this year? That's cl- I, I mean, they were the number one team for a lot, of, a lot of last year, half part of the year. And then they went downhill. Kyler came back. I mean, he was injured. Mm-hmm. Kyler came back. Won some game. It didn't look the same. And yeah. then first round exit in the playoffs. Is this team any more than the same that we saw from last year, our first round exit? That's kind of what I'm thinking because, like, I'm kind of torn because you saw how good they were at the beginning of last year. Like, hell, this team could win the Super Bowl, but then they fell off the way they did. And, like, their offseason, like we talked about, nothing really changed. I mean, they lost Chandler Jones, who's freaking stud. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to replace that somehow. But I don't know. I just can't Not even decide. a franchise tag. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Marquise Brown's pretty huge for them, especially in that offense because everything's opened up. But I don't know. I just can't – I don't know what to think about them, I guess. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I think it's just too much of a circus going on there. Like, too many distractions, too much going on. And I was never big on the Cardinals. I've talked about it on here plenty of times. I think those first couple wins where they were looking really good was not – necessarily a fluke, but I don't think we'll see it again on that same level again, ever. So I, I can't even, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Okay, well. Um, anything else to add about the Cardinals? Not that I can think of, no. Is it, Larry it's, Fitzgerald still, is he still kicking it? I think he retired. <sighs> like officially End of an retired. Era. Really is. It's weird, a lot went on with the Cardinals, but not a lot to say, because I mean, you just don't know. Are we going to see MVP, like, 
we thought it was Kyler's year for the first part of it, yeah. and then drops off. I mean, are we going to see that for a full? And it seems like that's kind of Kyler Murray's thing. Starts off the season hot, goes down, and uh, to be fair, it could be because of injury. Could be because Call of Duty. Could be because of Call of Duty. I mean, <laughs> once that Modern Warfare Two comes out, take him <laughs> out of your lineups. <laughs> Modern Warfare Two. What is it? Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope it's as good as the original Modern Warfare Two. Don't get your hopes up there. Activision and the whole Call of Duty thing is doing things wrong. Bring back Verdansk. <laughs> uh, this is now a Call of Duty podcast. <laughs> well, we have changed it. I'm out. <laughs> uh, but it's just, I mean, how are they going to do without DeAndre Hopkins? Can Mark, I know Marquise Brown had a career year last year. Does it translate with his old quarterback? And then you think of it too, though, like, Lamar's MVP superstar, but he's never really had good receivers. I mean, good no, like the receivers didn't put up like good numbers. You know what I mean? Then you throw Brown with Kyler. I mean, Brown could blow up too. And when does James Conner break down? He had a yeah. pretty healthy year last year, but and I, I I root for him. But when does that break down? You can know? root for him as much as he wants, but you know you got to still go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, let's go to the NFC South. And we're going to go over to Tampa Bay. All right. So, Tom Brady retires. Then he comes back. Gronk is retired. Chris Godwin is missing the first, or not first part of the season. He, he might be back, but, I mean, let's not expect much. They signed Julio Jones, Russell Gage. They got Leonard Fournette back. They lose, uh, I think their center went down. Ryan Jensen's out for the year. Uh, they, their backup center went down today. Great. <laughs> uh, guard, Ali Marpet, left. Uh, but they traded for Shaq Mason from the Patriots. What do you think of their offense, Joe? I mean, it's Tom Brady-led. It's going to be above average. Yes, definitely. Tom Brady will help that offense no matter what, no matter who's there. It's He's the GOAT. He'll, they'll be fine. They'll do well, no matter what the option, option or the off, offensive options are. Uh, do you think Leonard Fournette has the kind of year that he did last year where he just went off? I don't think he'll go off the same way he did last year, but I think he's still going to have a top-tier season. Oh, they also got Kyle guy. Rudolph. That's good. All right. Not quite Gronk, but that's good. Yeah. Um, all right, now imagine this. They're in the playoffs. Okay. Tom Brady's under center. Sure. Out wide, you've got Mike Evans. On the other side, you got Julio Jones and Chris Godwin. Yes. Tight end, you've got Kyle Rudolph. Yes. Or Cameron Bray, either one. Who's stopping that? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? I don't know. That's a, that's the most stacked receiving group as far as name brands go, I think I've ever heard. Like, you drop those three names and then also Kyle Rudolph. It's fantastic. Like, that's, you know, that year with the Chiefs level offensive options that you can just throw to anyone. That's going to be great. Especially with Tom Brady doing Tom Brady stuff. Russell Gage is no slouch either. I mean, he's a pretty solid player. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna do well uh, when Chris Godwin's out. And then four wide receivers set. You know, he's going to get some looks because that's the guy that Tom Brady usually goes to. He's the, he's the kind of – he has the skill sets that Tom Brady usually utilizes. Uh, Defensive-wise, they dra- – what was that other Georgia D-tackle? I can't remember his name. McMiff or 
It's like Raquan McMillan, or that's not right. Oh no, wait, that other George Georgia tackle went to uh, the Green Bay. They got some D tackle, like oh, they got the George Carl something from Purdue. Oh, okay, no, 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 uh, Kansas City did. Oh, they did. Yep. Oh God, I can't remember who it is. It might have been the UConn D tackle. Audience, fact check that. Uh, but yeah, and then they lose uh, Sue. They lose. They lost. Uh, no, they brought back Carlton Davis. They still got Devin Davis. White, Levante David, un- most underrated linebacker in the league. Um, Shaquille Barrett, uh, <laughs> Whitehead, that safety, uh, Winfield. Winfield. I mean, this is still a dominant unit. Are are they the favorites to win the Super Bowl? I'd say up there, at least top three. I'd think. say yeah. Favorites, opening week favorite, sure, yeah. What, if anything, could go wrong for them? Tom Brady gets hurt. Besides that, his age finally starts to show. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that would be even more so if Tom Brady actually has a bad year. Because they're, who's, you're not going to fucking replace Tom Brady. You're not going to bench Tom Brady. If he starts throwing picks, you're uh, fucked. They have benched. Well, Bill did. Well, Bill's going to do Bill. And that was not this Tom Brady. Tom Brady at this point is like LeBron James head coach GM type situation. That's These fair. receivers are going there to you know win a ring, like going to play with LeBron. Did Fournette lose his weight yet? Did he show up to camp like 270? Oh. Yeah, I think... I, <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the fullback. I love it. Uh, I think he did lose a lot of the weight. They're saying he's in shape now. They're happy with how he responded. Round is a shape. Round is a shape. Uh, okay, so we're high on Tampa Bay. Let's go to New Orleans. I think one of the most intriguing teams in the in the NFC. Uh, Jameis Winston's back from an ACL tear. All right. Not only do they have Michael Thomas back, but they have rejuvenated this wide receiving core to be maybe one of the best in the league. Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry. All right. They got Taysom Hill. Finally, not going to be like a all over the field guy. He's going to be a tight end. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. I'm not. You want him all over? I want the exciting X factor guy. I want him <laughs> everywhere. That's fun. Right. Uh, Alvin Kamara might miss a, six games. For the fight he had after the I don't know. I'm surprised they haven't decided that yet. Maybe they're trying to get the Deshaun Watson things out of the way. Yeah. But either way, if he's not there at the start of the year, they got Mark Ingram, who always plays well. Solid Saints guy. Solid Saints guy. (laughs) All right, defensively, they've got still Cameron Jordan. They've still got Demario Davis. They've still got Marshawn Lattimore. They lost uh, Marcus Williams, but I think they replaced him with another safety. It's, a, it's going to be a solid defense, maybe not as good as they were in previous years and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, give me your thoughts on the Saints. I think it's going to be, the, like I said, the most intriguing, interesting, and probably one of the more exciting teams to watch this year. I'm hoping Jameis comes out and just starts gunslinging it. All those weapons out there. And, okay, I'm fine with Taysom Hill at the tight end if you throw in some crazy, you know, crazy formations. Double pass? Yeah. Some, do have some fun with it. I think that they could you know, make a run at number two in the division. But I think they're going to be a very, very fun and very, very good team. Above expectations, I guess. Riha, does your expectations for the Saints, I mean, good roster, 
playoff caliber roster, would you say? Um, I would say so, yeah. There's some holes that they need to show, like losing Taron Armstead's going to be huge. I mean, he's a solid left tackle. Have you seen Trevor Penning in practice? Have. He, Seems he's like a fought three days in a row with his own teammates. I like it. He had, yeah, I think he got kicked out of practice. Yeah. You know I'm a big and dumb suit guy, so I, I like to hear that. You and I guy, Trevor Penning. You and I guy. <laughs> um, Dalton sent me a, a thing of him like fighting a cornerback and stuff. He's like, so glad we didn't um, draft this guy. I'm like, look at him. He's driving, <laughs> driving him like 10 yards back. He's like, it's a backup cornerback. I was like, gotta love the passion. Just getting That's them exactly all what you want riled up. Guy. Uh, but does your expectations change at all knowing Sean Payton isn't the, the head coach at all? Uh, it's gonna be a tough adjustment for him, I think. You know, I think they filled the receiver hole. Like last year was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Michael Thomas, you know, him coming back, I think he'll be solid. Like old Michael Thomas. Old? Maybe not as many catches because yeah. you know Drew Brees. But getting, getting those separations, third down guy, mm-hmm. you're going to get a first down when... Either a first down or Jameis is going to throw a pick. I mean, yep. Hey, he's got LASIK now. <laughs> True. Hey, don't... Hey, let's not forget, last year's season opener, he beat the Packers 38-3. to I dig it. I think let that sink in, everyone. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Spent some knowledge Jameis is the guy. <laughs> Jameis... Might be the guy. I think without Sean Payton, it's going to be a different team, different expectations. Yes, but I don't. I'm not too worried about it. I guess I don't think talent's there. Be, I don't think it's going to be a drop year. I think it's just going to be a different, different vibe, different culture, that kind of thing. Do they make the playoffs this year? Yes. Okay. All right. I got no other questions. Anything else to add, guys? Just got to fill that receiver hole. <laughs> All right. Let's go over to uh, the Falcons. All right, Matt Ryan. He's out of there. Calvin Ridley, suspended for the year. Stupid. Gambling. Crazy, right? Yeah. No consistency with suspensions, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get you want to nip this in the bud. You don't want that kind of thing going on in the league. And I get that. A whole year. When he was inactive, too. That's what. Yeah. He has no. He has no way to change the outcome of the game. He can't drop a pass because he bet on the Panthers against him or something, you know. Could call his boys up be like, hey. I guess. Got Mill riding on this. <laughs> but, all right, so then they bring in Marcus Mariota. They've got uh, Cordell Patterson coming back in his weird flex role. They've got nice young talent um, with oh, US, Drake London. Drake London, A.J. Terrell on the corners. Different pieces on that defense. It's it it's still going to be a bottom tier defense, but you have like some pieces where you could build around them. You know, what's kind of what do you think the Falcons are hoping for this year, and what's your expectations for them, Rehan? I think their main focus is probably developing those young players. I mean, I think they know they're not going to win many games, so I'm assuming they'll get a top five pick. Maybe try to get your franchise quarterback there. Yep. So. Do you think they, they give Desmond Ritter a chance somewhere in the season? Yeah, if Mariota doesn't perform, I'd say throw him out there and see what happens. Why not? Now, say Marcus Mariota is playing well, mm-hmm. keeping them in games. They're not winning games. All right, does Desmond Ritter see the field at all? I mean, there's got to be a certain point where, like, the win-loss record, you're like, I can see fuck it, let's a, go put him out there. Being a fourth-quarter quarterback kind of guy. 
have Mariota out for three, and then once you realize the game's, you know, out of reach, put Ritter in, get him some experience, get in there. It's just sad for Marcus Mariota. Like, you yeah. work to be back in that starting position, and then team's not looking great. Well, and you, prob- you probably got a clock. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't wow people, then he's not going to be the quarterback next year. Is he a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL? Uh, certain situations, yeah. like right now, could maybe. Be maybe somewhere, just because there's some places that really need a better quarterback. I'm is there? It, but I'm saying, is there 32 possible. better quarterbacks than Marcus Mariota in the league? No. Okay. There we go. Um, and then, what do you expect out of Kyle Pitts? I mean, big year coming from him. Records, maybe going into Travis Kelsey range in terms of top tight ends mentioned, Mark Andrews. No. You're like, who's the best tight end in the game? You're like, well, it's got to be Travis Kelsey. Then second overall, I'm kind of debating whether Kyle Pitts or Mark Andrews. I mean, you're kind of already there fantasy-wise because yeah. of the potential, yeah. Yeah. but in terms of just production, could he overtake Kelsey this year? I, well, this year I think especially like they're going to be trailing most of their games, and he's going to be the main target. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming he'll get a ton of work. Yep. Do you think Falcons made a mistake taking London over Wilson? No, I don't think so. Did they make a mistake taking London over Jameson Williams? No, I wouldn't. I don't think so. I think they're all good in their own right. I just. All right. Does Cordell Patterson have as big of an impact as he did last year? No. I think that running back they drafted... Tyler Algier? Yeah, I think he'll probably get a lot of work. I hope so. I wouldn't mind if Cordell... Like, he can be running back some of the time, but... Yeah. He's kind of a gadget guy. Just Put him, him out wide there. a little bit. I mean, who else are you going to throw to? Uh, Brian Edwards? Yeah. No shit. Don't ask me another wide receiver on that team. I don't know. <laughs> All right, last team uh, we're talking about today, the Carolina Panthers. All right, they're going into uh, this season, Sam Darnold, starting quarterback. All right, picture this, Joe. All right. (laughs) Sam Darnold's your starting quarterback. You're Matt Rule. Sam Darnold's your starting quarterback. You've got an improved line, underratedly improved, all right? They uh, drafted uh, Icky. They uh, picked up some guys in free agency. You got DJ Moore on one side, Robbie Anderson on the other. You also got an intriguing prospect with Terrence Marshall. All right, Chris McCaffrey's healthy. All right, improved line. Chris McCaffrey's healthy. You've got to win this year to keep your job. You feel uncomfortable? No. So what do you do? <laughs> Make sure Chris McCaffrey stays healthy. But that's impossible because you got to use him <laughs> more than anybody else. Rahal, what do you do? If I'm Matt Rule? <laughs> yeah, you got Sam Darnold as your starting quarterback with those that around him, and you got to win this year. What do you do? I'm fucking throwing Sam Darnold on the bench and putting Baker in. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Okay. They yeah, I, tr- I forgot about that. You didn't I, even mention I, that. I, I didn't know. you got to tell me these things. I was imagining <laughs> that situation with these players. Yeah, they trade for Baker Mayfield this uh, offseason. Of course, put Baker in. Yeah, let him sling it around. Yeah, I does it save his job? I mean, defense. They've got. Uh, I like their defense. Yeah, uh, they shit. They've got uh, C.J. Henderson and Jeff Okuda. No, not Okuda. Uh, Jeff Horn. Yeah, J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn. And right. then that uh, Dante Jackson too. Dante Jackson. 
deep cornerback group. They've got Jeremy Chin at uh, safety, big playmaker. They've got Brian Burns. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of their Derek uh, Brown. Derek Brown, uh, the Yata's guy from Penn State. Gross, gross Mata or... You're doing great. Thank you. You're saving me. <laughs> uh, linebackers. Not great. Uh, they still have, what's his name? I can't remember his name now. Shaquille. Oh. Or Shaq uh, something. Yeah, yeah. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, you're right. What was his last name? All right. So this is a decent core. Just Sam Darnold can't be starting quarterback. Uh, does it save Matt Rule's job? Yeah, I think if Baker goes out there and slings it around, gets the weapons involved, yeah. Okay. Are you excited for Baker Mayfield? Do you think they get a winning record this year? If Baker plays a winning record, I don't know about that. I'm excited for him, though, yes. Does he save Matt Rule's job? And is that a good thing? Yeah. He could. He could save his job. Is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't know enough about Matt Rule to make a determination on that. Okay. Uh, Reha. Fantasy wise, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, top twelve. See, I'm torn with that because like Baker, his receivers never do that good. Mm-hmm. He's a tight end guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd say top twelve because I think Moore's more dynamic than whatever Baker had. Because Odell was like had a fucked up ACL surgery when he was in the Browns. Jarvis Landry lost a step from the Dolphins. Yeah. I, yeah, I think and he still had like thousand yard seasons with the Browns. Yeah, I think Moore will be top twelve. Okay, um, Christian McCaffrey. If I if I could guarantee you that him and Jonathan Taylor play the same number of games, who's getting selected number one overall? McCaffrey got to be, I with, think. Okay, just yeah. because Hines is going to steal all of Taylor's catches, probably because Hines will have a huge role. Yep. Matt Ryan there. I'd go McCaffrey and just fifteen. If you get, if you tell me McCaffrey will play 13, fifteen games, thirteen, thirteen. That's pushing it. I would. I'd pick Taylor over McCaffrey. It's only thirteen games. Fourteen. Fifteen's my limit. Okay. <laughs> Fourteen and three quarters. All right, we'll do that. And then one first down. He gets hurt on second down. Uh, that's pushing it. Give him the second down. <laughs> All right. So give. Give you 15 games, and you're taking McCaffrey over Jonathan Taylor, who plays 17. Yep. Okay. Thoughts, Joe? In a PPR. No. Half PPR. <laughs> uh, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> you're just all over the way. <laughs> all right. Anything else to add to uh, the Panthers? All right. Then let's say, how long have we been going? Oh, let me check here. How have we been? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Reha's screen has gone black, so where are we at? Uh, it doesn't say. Great. All right. <laughs> All right, to end the segment, I want you to give me your number, who you think is going to win the NFC. Okay. Who do you think is going to represent them at the Super Bowl? And who is your surprise team to make the playoffs? All right? So first we'll go with number one NFC regular season. Uh, Rio. Uh, Green Bay Packers are going to win the regular season. Seriously? Yep. Why? Aaron Rodgers, man. 
He's coming for that three P. He three. balls off. Oh, he's going balls crazy. out in the uh, uh, regular season and then loses second round. Yeah, he's going crazy <laughs> this year. All right, uh, Joe, who wins the NFC regular season? Oh. Rams. Okay. Yep. Who has the strongest division in the conference? Uh, the West. I know I messed up. <laughs> I just threw in a random question there. NFC West. <laughs> yep. Okay, Joe. Yeah, also the West, I'd say. All right. Who represents the NFC in the Super Bowl this year? Ready for this? San Francisco 49ers. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, Joe. I'm going to go Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Good one. All right. Who is the surprise team that gets into the Super Bowl? Or, sorry, in the playoffs. Surprise playoffs. Uh, God, the surprise is hard. Um, I have two. Sure. I'll go Panthers or Vikings. Okay. Vikings might not be a surprise, but... Yeah. I, I like the Panthers one. I guess Saints. Would that be a surprise? I think so. I don't think they're in a lot of coming and... off of all that. I, I, you know, I have some doubts there, but I, I think they could. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd say that's my surprise. And who is last in the NFC record-wise? The Bears. Shout out, Twink. All right. Well, that will do it. Hey, what about you? Yeah. Uh, Who's going to win the NFC? Regular season? Yep. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Super Bowl. I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to go Green Bay Packers. Okay. Interesting. He finally gets it done in the playoffs. Yep, without Devontae Adams. I think that defense could actually carry that team. Well, that's what I was kind of thinking, too. That's super good defense. Yeah. Surprise team. Mm. All I got on my mind is Carolina Panthers. Um, Let me see if I could come up with a new one. Detroit Lions. Oh, I like it. What about the team that's going to fall the most? Fall the most. Biggest regression from last season. Is it too easy to say Seahawks? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Seahawks, Cardinals possibly. Oh, yeah. Even though the Cardinals were great last year. Yeah. You could also maybe say the Cowboys if things don't go right. All right. Well, Joe, you got any uh, uh, words for our listeners before we end this? No. Uh, Oh, hey, do your college segment. Do you have a catchphrase? Uh, Joe is coming up with a theme song for this uh, segment. So, Joe, go ahead. Joe's Hotcakes. Hotcakes takes on college football podcast That's presented we... by The Scoop and Score. That's what we paused for? Yep. <laughs> you didn't even change your tone. Do you like freestyle a little bit? No. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Hotcakes of Joe. All right. <laughs> is this what you want your podcast to be, Jake? <laughs> Beatboxing? I'm okay with it. All right. I think I nailed it. You did? That's good. All that right, good. Give, give me your thoughts on uh, the college football. I mean, do you want me to lead or you just want to talk? Well, I mean, we can just, uh, you know, open discussion on kind of stuff. I was You lead talk. it. You lead open it, Joe. Forum. Open forum, yeah. Uh, we've seen a lot of moves. A lot of moves in college football this year. Probably more this year than we have, honestly, ever. But... Really, since probably 20, 
11 or 12, something mm-hmm. like that, when really things started going off. Uh, we got Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, which I think is a dumb move because now they're going to be mid-tier SEC teams instead of being the top in the Big 12, winning those every year. Making playoff appearances. Yeah. Well, no. Big 12 doesn't make the playoffs. Well, I mean, Oklahoma did a couple years. Yeah, they won't anymore, though. Okay. It's out. Uh, the Big 12 looked like they are going to be kind of down, but they got four coming in, Cincy, Houston, UCF, BYU. So that kind of saves them, but I for a while there, I thought they were going to be regressing to a, almost a mid-tier conference, really. But they pulled up, and I think they're going to get – it's looking like they're going to get Oregon and Washington. I, you know, we don't know that for sure, but that's what it's looking like. Huge. That would be huge for them, yes. Which brings me – I think we're going to lose Pac-12 after dark with UCLA and USC leaving as well which is kind of my biggest disappointment. I love those late, weird Pac-12 matchups. See, I never watch those. They're fun. I, it's, that's what college football is about. Two random-ass teams doing, you know, they're nothing great, but they're going to have a fun time late at night, fun games. See, when I think of college football, I think of waking up early, watching the 11 o'clock, noon, 1 o'clock games, drinking some beers. Well, this is all I, part of it. I, that's the big part of it. So the day in the life of a college football fan, wake up seven or eight ish. Yep. You know, you eat some breakfast. Too early. Mm. Oh, eight, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you yeah. gotta hit the tailgates early. It's, it's eight thirty. You gotta get there. I'm Wait, talking. No, about, I'm talking about. about well, I'm talking. We're gonna get. We're, oh, it's time. Yeah. Okay. Eight thirty rolls still, around. You go what is this? Eight oh one day. <laughs> no, <laughs> Every day is college football season. Oh, all right. Eight thirty. Eight thirty rolls around. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Crack open your first beer. Yeah. Wait for game day to come on. Game day's on. Mm-hmm. Watch that. Have a few drinks. Watch the picks. Might mix in a vodka if you want. Feeling um, crazy. Watch that. Watch the picks. Get ready. Let's see your team's Iowa State. They play at 1 o'clock. Yep. You're probably going to go to a watch party. Yep. Get a Does little buzz put on the Cyclones thing? In a perfect world, yes. If we are yeah, in a perfect world, yeah. Has he ever put on the Cyclones thing? No. He's only been to Iowa State... Well, I think he's been there twice now, actually. Yeah. In the last couple years. Picked the Hawks and picked the Sooners? Yeah. Those Hawks both times. Yeah, Hawks oh. both times, I think. Picked the Hawks both times. What a bastard. You know what? Love retire, Lee. No. Actually, yeah, he's getting old. He, he <laughs> probably should. But, yeah. Okay, so you got your morning game, morning beers. Yep. 11 o'clock rolls around. Big noon kickoff. Probably watching a Big 12 game. Also having, you know, your second TV going, which is floating through, you know, your lesser tier games. 1 o'clock, 2.30, whatever rolls around your second games. You get your Iowa State's, your, you know, the one that you want to watch, your Nebraska's going on. A little bit of gap there. And then later at night, I'm talking 7.30, 8 o'clock. I'm out. No, no, no. If I'm drinking beers all day, I'm out by that time. Uh, that's your problem. You already took a break. You're getting your second buzz. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like, what are we talking? Are we talking you're the college the bo- you're football the bo- experience yeah. or the average fan? Because the average fan's got to be like 30-something. Okay, then the average fan isn't pounding a whole case of beer, and then they can make it to 10 o'clock. That's a good point. Exactly. All right. Proceed. And true college football fans will pound a case of beer and still be up for the 10 o'clock games. Facts. Yeah. All right, all right. This is, that's the nightcap of your college football season. I'm just trying to be realistic here. I'm, okay. <laughs> you want anyway. to talk about real, let's talk about college <laughs> let's football. Let's get real. <laughs> Anyways. I think it's perfect for the Big 12 system of they're not trying to play for national titles anymore. They really ha- – well, they might try, whatever. That's not what I'm trying to say is 
they're not going to be your Alabamas, your Ohio States, your Oklahomas are gone now. Is Clemson still in that category? <sighs> no. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think they're on the downhill out of it anyways. But that's not the point. The Big 12 is going to be classic college football. It used to be regional stuff. It's still going to be somewhat regional. But fun matchups, offense-heavy, exciting games to watch, random matchups, traveling across the country, seeing new teams that you haven't played for in a while. I'm excited for that. Okay. Big 12 after dark. I'm for it. Okay. The Big 10 on the other hand, is going to try and be the opposite to the SEC. Those are going to be the two conferences where you're going to play there if you want to win national titles. That's the kind of those are going to be the big boys, the serious you know divisions, serious conferences playing against each other, doing things like that. Okay, um, give me your top four for playoffs this upcoming season. Start off with a banger. Start off with maybe one hot take. So we already know what it's going to be. It's going to be your classic. Mm-hmm. Going to be your classic Alabama, Ohio State. Give me, you know, give me A and M this year. I think A and M combined makes a push out of a eight and four season. God, them in their, their big ass salary cap. No shit. God damn it. What? I was hoping you'd give me a four, and then you'd be, or I'd be like. What's one surprise team that can make it in there? You say another team, and you're like, you know who's winning the championship? Texas A&M. But that's, yeah, your, that's your surprise take is A&M? I guess it's not a surprise take. Well, I mean, it is. A good one. Yeah, I it's like a good that. one, I think. They're on the outside. They've been on the outside looking in for years. I think this is, I don't know if this is the year they finally make it, but they have the position to do it, and they could. I'm if they it. don't do it, it's their own fault. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is every year. I mean, you have to compete. With the ACC, which is tough. Do but they have that's what Alabama they're there for. talent this year? They, yeah. I mean, to an extent, Alabama's got... Alabama has Alabama talent on like three layers. Like, their starters, their second team, and then their freshmen are all Alabama talent. And that's all great. extremely well coached. Could their freshmen yeah, be yeah, yeah. Iowa State's varsity? Alabama's? Yeah. No. Last year. No, I don't think so. But Texas A&M has that two layers deep of Alabama talent. Iowa State has maybe... Not even that, but our starters are going to be fine. They can compete. Texas A&M, they have to do a little bit more because of the coaching difference. Saban is the greatest of all time in college football coaching. And it's tough to beat that, especially when you have Tom essentially. Well, yeah. He's on the Mount Rushmore. He's top four. But, it's, I mean, it's a dynasty league for him. He's got, what, 15 years or so now at Alabama to just make it the most well-oiled machine perfection of a college football program that probably ever has been or ever will be. I mean, it's what, it's what Iowa wet dreams about trying to be Alabama, but they don't, but that's what they're looking yeah, at. Kirk, Kirk Ferris is Walmart Nick Saban. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Nick Saban brings in five-star recruits. Kirk Ferris brings in three-star O-linemen that end up getting drafted and five-star quarterbacks that end up not getting drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk develops them. Saban does the same level of development, but he doesn't develop three stars. He develops five stars into NFL talent. Wait, didn't Iowa get a five-star quarterback? No, Iowa lineman. Oh, I thought they got a quarterback that was good. I'm sure they did. It doesn't matter, though. They'll, you know, run, run, pass, punt. Bring back Marvin McNutt. Fuck Marvin McNutt. He was there for like 20 years. I liked him. I did not. I hate Iowa, so it's, you know, whatever. That's my bias. What's your fourth team? Got Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A&M, and then 
It's going to have to be Clemson still, I guess. Really? Even though I said they're out, it's you, you can't have more than two in the SEC. I don't see more than one in the Big Ten. What about coming. Georgia? I don't think that you can – if it's going to be Alabama and Texas A&M. And, oh, shit, no, Texas A&M and Alabama are in the same part of the division. But then again, that might be better for them because you have one conference champion and then Texas A&M hypothetically with only one loss to Alabama – how can you say that they aren't going to make it, even if they aren't the conference champion? That is true. Yeah, I mean, that's probably fine for them. And then the Big Ten, who else is going to make it outside of Ohio State? Michigan? I don't see that. Rutgers, probably. Yeah, Rutgers, maybe. Uh, they're getting up there. Program's developing. They'll get there. Indiana. Maryland. Purdue. Maryland. You know, all these top-tier Big Ten schools, because they're going to try and compete with the SEC. <laughs> so it's still going to have to be Clemson. Or whoever wins the AC, or ACC. Because I can't see Oregon or Washington making it no. now with the Pac-12 being in shambles. What if Baylor's undefeated wins Big 12? Then, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Well, especially if, what if OU Kansas, and Texas are still in this year. What if Kansas goes undefeated? If Kansas goes undefeated, then yeah, sure, why not? I'll eat a shoe if Kansas goes undefeated. <laughs> I will eat, my new ba- I will eat both of my New Balances, the pair of New Balances, if Kansas goes undefeated. What would you lather them up with? I'd cook them. I'd boil them. Butter? Yeah, butter. Like when SpongeBob boiled a boot? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm sure it would make it, you know, softened up a little bit. All right. Um, what about uh, what about USC that just got Lincoln Riley at uh, Williams transfer over? They got the Caleb or- Williams. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams. They had the Oregon guy transfer over, uh, the running back, and then they had the guy that led the NCAA in receiving yards transfer over to USC. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. That all looks great for them until they join the Big Ten. Now you have to go compete against them. The top boys in the Big Ten are going to be on yeah, a, I mean, like a that's different not level. Effective uh, this year, it could be this year they could get it, right? Isn't it this year? 24, I think. Oh, or 26. Okay. okay. I still don't think they're going to be that good. It's still going to be a somewhat rebuilding year. USC has been down pretty good for a little while. But I will say when USC is good, college football is good. I'll give it that. Um, just to wrap up this episode and wrap up the segment, uh, give me your thoughts on Nebraska. <laughs> Fuck if I know. We're going to be either what 12-0 and and win by 12 points over the entire season. I mean, season. is that a realistic possibility? Maybe. Fuck, I don't know. We only lost, what, we lost seven games last year by nine points or something like that? I don't know if that's right. But it was ridiculous. Uh, realistically, though, I give us a seven-win season. I mean, you want to talk about guys that have been in a uh, college game for a while. Is Martinez still back? <laughs> no. He's at Kansas State now. Yeah, K-State, man. He transferred? Yeah. This is oh, his my fifth year. God. <laughs> he seems like he's been in college football for it's 20 years. It's because we had he two Martinez's. A- Oh, okay, that's fair then. He is the Perry Ellis of college football. No, he's not. Pert Nair, it's fifth year. Pert Nair? Okay, Pert-Nier. Jacob. <laughs> Pert Nair. Sorry, got, talking about Nebraska got me all riled up. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, it, I have no expectations anymore. I just go there and... Are you excited for the season? Yeah, I'm always excited for Nebraska football. That's a quarterback battle. Looking. You really don't have it's any hope. interesting. Hopes? Yeah. No. Zach? <laughs> the goat. 
hard. <laughs> that was a quarterback <laughs> battle looking. It's, I don't know, honestly. You never know. We're going to find out week one, and it's going to be ridiculous, and then they'll be our starter for four years. I don't like that we got rid of McCaffrey because he had the things to be there. We got Smothers, who, I don't know, he's still there, actually. Smothers looked really good, and he was primed to be the next guy, but also it's the same thing that happened about four years ago with Martinez when we had Tanner Lee, Tristan Jebbia, and him all like, I think, five-star, four-star, four-star. It's like, oh, great quarterback battle, and then we get four years of picks with Martinez and blue balls of him like, oh, Heisman hype at the start of the first two years, and then no. So, I don't know. That's what I'm about college football. Just go and watch, have some beers, it's fun. I did agree. I do agree with that philosophy because Brock Purdy kind of broke my heart last year. Yeah. And at the end of the year, I'm like, I don't want to watch college football anymore. Try being a Nebraska fan after last year. Three point loss, one point loss, three point loss, one point loss, three point loss, one point loss. Yeah, that'd be pretty. It fucking sucked. Demoralizing. Pardon too. my French. I don't know if we can swear on this. Yeah. Okay. You can well, do whatever you want. When uh, Reha updates this, he rates it R. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, well, you got anything else to add to the segment? Go Big Red. All right, go Big Red. Reha, you got anything to add to the episode? Nope, just a good take of hotcakes. <laughs> all right. Called pancakes. Well, awesome. guys, I hope you listened to this episode. Uh, we will start doing these episodes more regularly. Uh, like we said, we took the summer off. Um, a lot going on going on um but we are going to try and get this thing going back um my computer caught on fire so <laughs> we're using rehaws so Reha might even do an episode by himself or uh bring someone on you know we've got a couple potential guests maybe even some new guests that uh could come on that maybe he could do or we'll try and get together you know schedules i mean this isn't our job to do a solo session will be my job I would love if you did a solo <laughs> session. I did. I think I did one solo session episode. Yeah, yeah put it out there. A lot, of, a lot of views. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know if I ever looked at it or listened to it. <laughs> Just put it up on there. Felt good about Just it. Throwing it out into the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we will try to uh, keep this thing going. So uh, talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Tell them. Scoop and score is where I get my information. It's funny. It's informational. They give hotcakes. Uh, it, it's just full of good content. And, I mean, we did the NFC in one episode. And I think we covered it thoroughly, effectively, and most importantly, thoughtfully. That makes sense? Enjoyably. Yeah. Enjoyably. Yeah. Pleasurably. All right, so keep listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, thank you guys for listening, and Fill we'll those catch receiver holes. We'll catch you guys next time when we do the AFC in one episode. Stay tuned. <laughs>